Hello, and welcome to Talking Psych with Doc Raz. I'm your host, Doc Raz. Today, I wanted to talk about a myth that I think a lot of people have in their minds as fact. Um, and it is really about laziness. Especially when we think of mental illness or mental health difficulties, um, if you struggle with depression or anxiety, there's this kind of constant pressure that you should be doing something more than you are. And if you're not, you must be lazy. Um, Whether this was a message you got growing up from family or from teachers or some of us just put it on ourselves because... Yeah, we like to be a little bit of extra overachievers. Maybe you're a little bit type A. um, And that's just some extra pressure you put on yourself um, without any external um, forces outside of you doing so. And so the way I see this is oftentimes people will say, you know, I worry that I should be doing more. I don't do enough. I must be really lazy or I am really lazy. Um, And oftentimes I return to giving our bodies what they need and also recognizing the fact that we are human. We are very human. Um, And what I mean by that is the fact that sometimes just recognizing how our bodies are made I think can be really useful in allowing us to give ourselves some grace. So I've read a book called Exercised by Daniel Lieberman. Um, It's a very, I found it interesting. I find those kinds of books interesting. Um, But he talks about the fact that if we look at like hunter-gatherer societies, which we all stem from in the long term, um, that they that their bodies, our bodies, are programmed to conserve energy because they were just collecting enough food for the day. They were really only meeting their nutritional needs for that day based on what they could gather and what they could hunt together as a group. Um, And they were walking... I think he said four to seven miles a day on average, generally. And depending where you are in your life cycle, you may be gathering a little bit less, you may be gathering a little bit more, but when it's all pooled together, it kind of evens out. Um, The folks that might be gathering a little bit less would be mothers with young children who also have to tend to them, right? It's going to be hard to gather um, food if I have to nurse a baby. Um, Or I might be a little bit slower if I'm carrying a baby and kind of minding a toddler. And that's where, like, older women um, in the gathering portion would sort of step in. And they would gather more to kind of help balance out that deficit. Help take care of those younger folks um, who couldn't gather as much. But when we're not hunting and when those folks are not hunting and gathering, they're resting. They're sitting and they're resting. Um, He compared how much they sit to kind of how much we might sit in like a work job, um, a desk work job in the United States. Um, And honestly, like, right, we're probably sitting about eight, nine hours a day at our job 
they were also sitting. If they're not kind of gathering food, they're generally sitting. They're generally squatting for extended periods of time because our bodies have adapted to conservation of energy. And so if I don't need to spend this energy, I'm not going to. Now, obviously, we've had rapid development since our society has moved away. Um, I mean, honestly, thinking of the last, like, 150, 200 years, there has been rapid change in what we are now asking ourselves to do um, compared to what would have been asked of us in the past. Um, And yet, that's such a short time period for the human body to adapt to its new sort of um, expectations or the new demands on it. Just because technology and society has moved so rapidly, the human body has not. And so when we look at the struggle we have to get up and go exercise because we know we know our bodies need it, um, it, it makes sense why we would have this sort of other side of us that's saying, or I could just keep sitting on the couch. Or I could walk, I could walk around the, do a lap around the house versus like getting on my running shoes and going for a mile run outside. Um, he talks a lot more in the book about different things of like, what we see in those societies, what we see in our society, um, are the, is the information that we have been given about exercise accurate? Um, because there's, right, we all know there's lots of myths regarding exercise, regarding which is better, how much is better, um, and things like that. And so if you're interested in more of that, read his book, Um, Again, it's an interesting book, um, but I'm not going to go into everything that he spoke about here. Um, But the one piece that I do want to kind of focus more on in terms of relation to like mental health is he talks at the end about like how do we get ourselves to exercise more because right, so people in hunter-gatherer societies don't exercise. Don't exercise the way we do where it's like, I'm going to go to the gym for this amount of time or I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go for a walk because it's just built into their lives. If they're walking four, seven miles a day to gather food, they don't really need to add on extra like we do if I just sat at a desk for eight hours. Um, or even thinking of maybe service jobs, you might be standing for several hours, but sometimes you're not moving very far. Um, so, so you may still need a little something extra if you stood on your feet, but you only moved within like a three-step radius. Um, but the thing that he kind of focused on really is the fact of whatever you're going to do, make it something that you find enjoyable because anything else is going to be a real struggle to do. And so we get these prescriptions of you should do cardio for this amount of time. You should do strength training for this amount of time. And I think we all have really fixed ideas in our heads 
what those things should look like. Um, right, so cardio, I'm going to ride a stationary bike, I'm going to do an elliptical, I'm going to do a treadmill. Um, and yet, if that isn't of any interest to you, it's going to be more of a struggle to do those things versus if you're conceptualizing like, hey, I'm going to go play basketball with my friends or um, what is big in my state. I imagine it's big in other states too. Um, but I just know a lot of adults like to play like adult league baseball, softball. Um, and so like if you view your cardio as I'm going to go play a softball game with my friends or I'm going to go play basketball or something, right? You're still moving your body a lot. You're still running. And yet it may be a lot more fun. And it may be a lot easier to get yourself to do those things that you want to do. Um, right? Or strength training. We may think of just lifting dumbbells and weights at the gym. And yet there's other ways to do that where it may be a lot easier. It may be a lot more engaging and exciting to do those things. Right? If you have access to a rock climbing wall lifting your body up that wall is going to work certainly your legs you should always depend on your legs because they're the stronger part in that but it is also going to work your upper body um and again that may be a lot more exciting that may be a lot easier for you to say wednesday i'm going to go to the rock climbing wall versus i'm going to go to the gym and do two reps of bicep curls um, so that was, I think, the main takeaway that we can all benefit from is just how do we make it more engaging and exciting? Um, because if things are engaging and exciting, it's less of a struggle to get ourselves to do that. Um, and another thing, so there's been a study, um, maybe you have heard about it, maybe you have not, but they looked at... I think it would be mostly women, but um, cleaning staff at hotels. And they took half of the group and pointed out the fact that if we look at the jobs done by hotel cleaning staff, a lot of that is very physical and is kind of the outcomes are similar to what we might get from exercise, right? Lifting up heavy loads of bedding and towels, pulling a heavy cart, scrubbing a floor, um, vacuuming, right? These are, these are physical activities. And so they randomly assigned people to one of these two conditions where one condition, they pointed out just how kind of physically active they were. And the fact that like, Hey, your job involves a lot of physical activity. You're, you're working out on your job. Um, and and told them the benefits of exercise. Um, and then another group, they simply just told them the benefit. They didn't point out the like, hey, your job's pretty physically active, good for you. And they found that those that had it pointed out that their jobs are similar to exercise or we could think of their jobs as exercise, they lost more weight than the control group um, there are different suggestions that have been made for why this happened. One of them just being simply a placebo effect. Placebo 
is when we think we have something. So like if they're doing a medication trial, they'll give some people the medication and they'll give other people basically like a sugar pill or something similar to it. And they'll see the impact of the medication. So people getting the sugar pill or the placebo pill think they're getting the medication and a good number of them will report benefit from a pill that is just doing nothing um, because the mind is so strong and the mind when we think something is happening when we believe something is happening it can have a really big impact um, so some thought for the cleaning staff that it was simply a placebo effect other people have suggested um, it was just kind of an odd happening. They didn't really have a great suggestion. Um, other authors that have looked at it talked about the fact that, um, that it may be sort of motivating, um, the self to work a little bit harder because they didn't see any change in like the amount of steps taken or in, um, kind of physical activity outside of work. And so they're saying they're doing about the same stuff and yet we're seeing this change. And these other authors, um, the book is called Switch. It's by um, the Heath brothers, Dan Heath, and I am forgetting the other brother's name. I will put that in the information below so you can look it up if you're interested. Um, But they talk about the fact that these individuals might have been motivated that they're already sort of ahead on the game. And so now they're maybe scrubbing a little bit harder. They're vacuuming a little bit harder, um, a little more vigorously. And we're seeing an impact in the fact that they're doing these things just a little bit more intensely, um, leading to more weight loss. And so I think another thing we can do is see where are where are we already doing work that we can maybe bump up a little bit? You know, if you have a job where you walk a lot, let's walk just a few more steps each day, right? We all, I'm sure, have heard the advice, right? Park further back in the parking lot. Um, But right, if we speed walk instead of walking at a normal pace and when we're on the job, um, if we lift a little more vigorously, if we maybe fit in a squat while we have to lift something and put it up, um, those things build up over time without being really that much extra work. Um, and so that's just another thing I think, cause a lot of us struggle with this thought that I'm just being lazy. I don't work out because I'm lazy. I don't do more because I'm lazy. And yet, what are what are some things we can do to kind of challenge that thought? We can recognize that this is just normal human behavior, that it's normal for our bodies to want to conserve energy because in the past, food was not as readily available as it is now. Um, but we can also look for some areas in our life where we are already making gains where we already are making change and where we can easily build in just a little bit more because that little bit more can make a big difference over time 
Um, we can also look at where those thoughts come from. So often, the thoughts that are playing on repeat in our heads as adults came from someone else in the past. Maybe you had a parent, maybe you had a teacher that just kept calling you lazy without recognizing any of the circumstantial or the context of the situation. Um, you know, maybe they don't realize that their demands were ridiculous and kind of impossible. Maybe, right, if it was like a teacher, if you had a learning disability or the subject was just harder for you, that's going to take more work. You're not going to be able to do as much. Um, and so just challenging, like where, figuring out where did this thought originate from? Whose thought or saying was this originally? And then honestly looking at, is that even valid? Like if somebody else was working as hard as I do now, would I call them lazy? Would I think that that other person was lazy or would I think they had really good boundaries between kind of work and home life? Um, would I think that, you know, if I knew they had the same level of mental distress that I do, that, hey, good for you to push through like you are. Um, and lastly, I think also just sometimes our bodies honestly need rest. We push them really hard sometimes. And so if it's hard for you to drag yourself out, that may be your body's way of saying, hey, you've overdone it, chill it out. Um, and I think listening to our bodies and giving them what they need can really be beneficial, whether that's a period of rest or for some of us, a period of energy and movement is needed. Um, and so just listening to yourself and working on acceptance of like, this is just where I am right now. That's a really hard thing to do, but that can, that can be so beneficial in our lives and in terms of our mental health. Um, so this is just a start of a conversation. If you want to talk about this more, let me know. You can reach out at talkinpsychwithdocraz at gmail.com or you can reach out on Instagram or TikTok at talkinpsychwithdocraz. Um, I hope to hear from you. I hope to hear more of what you're interested in and what you want to talk about. Um, so yeah, reach out. I hope you all have a good day and you do something nice for yourself. Bye.